Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host is Jeff C. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On this week's Social Media Marketing Talk Show, we're going to explore new tools to help creators start their own IGTV series with special guest Rebecca Radice. And we're going to talk briefly about Facebook's new corporate branding. Before we get to that, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2020. If you want to keep ahead of your competitors, if you need to master a social platform, if you're struggling to measure your ROI, this is where you need to be. This is where you will discover how to improve your social media marketing, and it's brought to you by Social Media Examiner. You'll rub shoulders with the biggest names and brands in social media, soak up countless tips and new strategies, enjoy extensive networking opportunities in sunny San Diego, California. Man, I wish I was there right now. So (laughs) don't miss this industry's largest conference. Get in early for big discounts. Make sure to go register and find out more at socialmediamarketing.world. All right, so our guest this week is Rebecca Radice. She's the founder of Rebecca Radice Media and Radiant LA, which is a digital marketing training and development company. She's the author of Social Media Mastery, a comprehensive guide to strategic growth. And she is a product marketing specialist at Tailwind, your end-to-end solution for Instagram and Pinterest marketing. Welcome back to the show, Rebecca. Ah, thank you. So happy to be back. All right. Yeah. So good to see you. It's been a while. Last time you were on the show, actually, Jeff was hosting. So it's been a really long time Ah, for me. So I'm really glad to see you. So we've got a lot of great news to cover here today. And first up is obviously the thing we name checked at the beginning, which is Instagram announcing new tools to help creators start their own IGTV series. So Jeff, if you wouldn't mind, give us a quick synopsis of this. This is exciting. So uh, now Instagram, it supports video series content on this. You know, if you don't know what IGTV is, it's their long form uh, thing that they really want to push over on their platform. It's rolled out a new tool that enables creators to start their own series. Videos that are part of a series can be organized in a series page. Each video can include a badge with the name of the series so people can, you know, differentiate between them and other creators' videos on IGTV. And they can begin to be using this tool by clicking add to store. And it gives the fans options to turn on notifications for uh, to get alerted when new episodes are dropping. When a viewer watches one episode that's part of a series, the next episode will automatically recommend uh, if it's there's another one rated for viewing. So it's very, very cool. You know, there's kind of been some stuff with IGTV. If it's worth doing or not, they are really pushing it now um, with these new features. I'm pretty excited about it. So, Rebecca, does this update indicate to you that... IGTV is on the rise or they're adding, you know, some more wind beneath their sails. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think, as Jeff said, you can see that there's a big push in that direction, which really shouldn't be a surprise to any of us as you look at what Facebook has done uh, with TV and the whole idea of binge watching. It really is our life at this point, right? We've got Netflix, we've got Amazon, we've got Hulu, we've got everybody out there doing this. So it, to me, was just the next step, the next iteration for Instagram. And I think it makes a whole lot of sense as a content creator. If you uh, are out there, you're using video now, why not package that up into a very easy to consume um, type of series like we're seeing here on IGTV? Do you think that this update makes IGTV a more worthwhile <laughs> investment for brands and companies? I mean, do you think that brands should be looking into creating their own IGTV series? If that's the right way to say that. <laughs> say that three times fast, yeah. right? You know, obviously, just like anything, it, it only makes sense if it makes sense for in support of your goals. So uh, how are you using video now within your business? Are you already invested in IGTV? There are so many great examples of brands and businesses using IGTV at this point. And uh, what can you do with it? Are there ways that you can take people along on your journey behind the scenes um, with you to highlight, say, some of your customers. There's there's just a variety of different ways that we're seeing these series used. And uh, the very cool part, I think, about that, too, is it's industry agnostic. There's really not a specific industry that this works best for. If you have a business, if you have a product, if you have a service, no matter what you do, there's a way to use these IGTV series to truly engage your audience in a very different way. And back to the bingeable aspect of this, I think they're also great to think about how can you get people really hooked on your brand and coming back for more. And I think that's a key too, as we all think about how we're using Instagram, how we're getting people uh, to create that habit of coming back to our content. I think this is just a, another great way for us to be able to do that. Do you think that uh, adding in this ability, I, I know for a lot of people, they've been stuck in this I don't really know what to do with, you know, vertical video on IGTV, but suddenly this ability, adding in this ability to do a series may unlock in their brain this like, oh, well, wait, I could do a series on that. And because I'll be able to label it correctly and tie them together and people will know that if they happen upon, you know, episode whatever, that's not episode one, they can always go back or stay tuned for more and they know it's a consistent thing. Do you think that unlocks maybe some of the creativity some people have maybe been stuck with? I do. And I'll go back to, you know, just thinking about how some other brands are using this where it doesn't have to be this huge production. And I think that's where a lot of people may get stuck is thinking it's got to be very stylized. It's got to be very slick. And I'm thinking Sweet Greens, where they've got a show called Market Watch, where they are going in and they're uh, interviewing, talking with 
very well-known people within the health food space. One that I just watched was right here in LA at uh, one of our large local markets in Santa Monica. And they're walking through and they're trying all kinds of food within this farmer's market. So it's very relaxed, very conversational, very in the moment. And I think that's the cool part about these two. I don't know if you've seen uh, SoulCycle. I'm a cyclist, so it, they very much interest me and their use of how they're using IGTV. And they, they're they using this in a, a couple of different ways, two different series. One is taking you on tours of their actual locations um, and they're using their fitness experts. So one, again, right here in LA is a West Hollywood one um, that I was just watching. And it's just a really cool look at uh, exactly what it looks like inside, what you're going to find and a nice personalized experience too of getting to know these fitness experts. So it starts to strip away that overwhelm or maybe that stress of if I go to SoulCycle, what am I going to get? What is that experience going to be like? And now all of a sudden it becomes very relatable. So yeah, I really do hope that this is going to strip away some of that, that worry or concern that we have to do a whole lot of work or put in a whole lot of extra work uh, to dive into IGTV. Very cool. Rebecca, I want to ask a question. Do you think it's going to be important if marketers are wanting to do this, that it'd be like YouTube or even on some Facebook lives that they decide they're going to drop an episode or, or upload something a certain day? I mean, are they, do you think it's going to be like really important to be consistent, have a consistent day that you're always going to put a series on IGTV? Yeah, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Because it's really something that we've considered in the past, which mm -hmm. is almost training your audience to know when to come back, when you're going to be on. But if you think about it in terms of a Netflix type bingeable right. series, it doesn't matter at all. In fact, you can create a lot of excitement around just dropping that. I think about Stranger Things. I, mm -hmm. I think about Maisel and so many of these shows that it's just like, whoosh, all of a sudden it's out there and we are binging every single episode. Right. So I think it's a, a different mentality too, which to me is very exciting. Very cool. Very cool. All right, well, let's move on to our next piece of information here. Instagram stories reportedly developing invite stickers for events. Jeff, would you mind uh, breaking this down for yeah. us real quick? Yeah, so this is great for people like Social Media Examiner when we're having our big conference coming up if this actually rolls out in time. They're reportedly testing a new story sticker option that is aimed at facilitating event participation. So they allow users to add details for your upcoming event. There's some, you know, like the title, the date, and the location. And supposedly viewers will be able to then RSVP direct from the sticker providing another way to like get some interest and share some exclusive things inside that event. So I think it's very, very cool. It's spotted by reverse engineer Jane uh, Wong. And so there's no official really release date at this point, but it's very exciting, especially for uh, people who put on events. Yeah, this is very interesting. I mean, Rebecca, if Instagram officially rolls this out, you know, these event stickers for stories, how do you see marketers being able to use this to uh, build their communities around their events? Yeah, I love this idea. Um, obviously, as somebody <laughs> that spends a lot of time at conferences and events, 
I think it's going to be a great way for brands to get very targeted in how they're sharing these, how they're speaking with people, how people can start to interact uh, a lot earlier as well. I think a big concern has always been that are we sharing out these events over and over and over again with a group of people that doesn't really care as well. So I, I think it'll give people the option to really think about, do they want to follow you if this is the type of content you're going to be sharing? So it might help us uh, really build a more targeted audience as well that's coming to you knowing, hey, you know, she spent a lot of time at events. These are events I'm really interested in. I want to follow along. I want to be a part of those events. So I think it's another step in the right direction and could have great impact like you just talked about with social media marketing world. Just think of the opportunities and what people will be able to do individually and how they're sharing this. Yeah. Personally, I'm most curious as to how these stickers, when they say that you're going to be able to RSVP directly from the (laughs) sticker what that means, if that's going to be able to take you right to like an Eventbrite registration, or if that's going to take you to say, since, you know, Instagram and Facebook are one and the same, not many people know it, us marketers do, (laughs) that it would be able to maybe directly take you to a Facebook event that you've created that you want people to either register there or register for tickets there or whatever, you know, whatever. I'm just curious. The, the integration is where I'm kind of like, Oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, it remains to be seen obviously. So, yeah. So that's another piece of news. Pretty interesting. Uh, we got another one. So Instagram is now testing new following list categories to manage content feeds. So Jeff, cue this one. Yeah, up for us. This is from super reverse engineering expert, uh, Jane Wong as well. And what they're doing is it's kind of funny. It's almost like what Pinterest has started doing where you could kind of train the algorithm. So Instagram also seems to be t- testing a new process for categorizing your following list into both topic categories based on individual engagement activity. So the main reason they're doing this is to help users better manage what content appears in their feed, which all of us really kind of want. So it's interesting that they're rolling this out now, and I'm really excited to hear what Rebecca has to say on this topic. It gives you a little bit more control, it seems like. Of course, they're just testing it. But Rebecca, what are your thoughts? You know, how important do people really use follower lists for brands and business accounts? I'd love to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, definitely. I think so. And I love what you just said about the control aspect, because I think we've all been seeking that, haven't we? As Mm -hmm. the feed gets harder and harder to manage and it gets more difficult than ever to keep up with the exact people we want to keep up with. So yeah, I love to see something like this where all of a sudden it starts to feel like We can categorize, we can filter, and we do have a lot more control over what we're seeing, what we're interacting with, and who we're following. I would love to be able to create like a topic and say, okay, show me only the posts that fall into that category, whether I'm following a hashtag and or whether I'm following those people. Of course, there'd be some background metadata that would be working on that. But again, we Mm -hmm. know Instagram knows what's in our photos, but... um, you know, I'd love to be able to say, let me show me my productivity category or show me my mm-hmm. social media influencer category. Mike Alton says, hmm, like Google Plus circles. Yes, actually, that is very <laughs> yeah. much like, like yeah. that. I just I'm glad you said that. I would love to see this to be able to click on different maybe tabs or something to be able to go through my feed by category or by a certain specific group of people like family or local. This opens up so many new possibilities 
for Instagram feed management that I would love to see happen. So my question to you, Rebecca, so, you know, I remember when, and it happened with all algorithms, you know, when they went from what was chronological, you know, to what the algorithm said, everybody, you know, made a, a big fuss about this. If they give people more control, I, I don't see them making a fuss about this, but I think there is something very important to look at from a marketing angle is you don't want to train people to not look at your content either. So I think it's kind of, for marketers, it's kind of a double-edged sword. We need to make sure that we're putting out content that people do want to follow or pay for it, I guess is the thing. So what are your thoughts on that? Thinking about what Eric was just saying and the whole idea of Google circles or way back to Twitter Mm -hmm. lists, things of that nature, you want to be listable, right? (laughs) You want people to love your content so much that they would add you to a category like that, that you are the productivity expert. So you are the person they want to see when it comes to productivity. So yeah, it is all within our power to really brand ourselves in that way. And It goes back to the age old idea of what do you want to be known for? Why are people seeking you out on Instagram when they come to you? What kind of content are they seeing? What are they finding? And more than that, is it resonating with them? And is that exactly the expectation that you're setting? Jeff, you and I were able, it's like Facebook Live with Jeff Week, I guess. We were able to be on Facebook Live yesterday. And we talked a lot about this too, creating that expectation of, Who are you and what are they going to find when they land on your profile, on your bio, on Instagram? And I think that's more important now than ever that we're not spreading ourselves out. We're not trying to be everything to everybody so that as Instagram starts to test out these additional ways that people can possibly tag us or add us to these categories that we are the top mind, you know, Mm -hmm. we're the immediate person they think of. So maybe thinking about creating your content proactively by saying, what are those content buckets that people are going to be searching for, looking for, have interest in, and which ones do we want to fall into? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. And that ties right into our next topic, Eric, which is Instagram has just rolled out some creative tips for stories. So uh, if you haven't seen these yet, they're really great. They published a new set of stories tips covering a range of tips, ones that I hadn't even thought of before. And they're really pretty simple to implement and can help, you know, brands kind of put out some of these really exciting and interesting visual effects to their story. So, Rebecca, did you look through that? Did you see any ones that stood out to you? What would have like the most impact to a business or brand account? Well, first of all, I I love the whole idea, and I think we've talked uh, a lot about this recently, is just thinking about everything you're sharing as a moment, Mm -hmm. Uh, a moment within your day, a moment within your business. And so they talk about uh, using stories to share your moments throughout your day. So either sharing unfiltered moments of your day, and then they share a variety of different ways that you can use those moments. Things like customer testimonials, telling your business story, uh, featuring your products and services, sharing tutorials. And what I love about this, again, is that 
we're moving away from this idea that I have to create all new content for Instagram all the time or for Instagram stories. And instead, just thinking about your day, what goes on within your day? You're talking to customers, you're working with clients, um, you're creating your your next product, your next course. Uh, Those are all little tidbits that you could be sharing within Instagram stories. And so what I love about this idea is it makes it very accessible to absolutely anybody. So it starts to strip away that idea that we have to think so far ahead with our Instagram content that we take the creativity, we just suck it right out of it, unfortunately. And so this, I think, puts that creativity back into it where... You know, Jeff, I know you're you're over editing videos. And so what moment could you create where you're super frustrated that it's taking you longer to edit this video than you anticipated? Or you've got a particular challenge within your business that you are trying to figure out and you're sharing that moment. So again, I think it also goes back to the relatability of stories and how we're using stories to really draw in our audience and allow them to see a very different part of us than maybe they've seen on that highlight reel that can be our feed. So, you know, a lot of different ways that they've thrown out there that we could be using them, but moments is the one I think that really stuck out to me. Yeah. The thing that I, one of the tips that I had never seen before is where they actually held down text and the color thing, and then made a gradient really quick by swiping two fingers. I'm like, Oh, something new. I didn't think yeah. about it. So, that, I mean, so if you haven't checked those out, make sure you go. Um, I think uh, Jen dropped the link in there. So uh, they have some really good tips that you may have not yeah. thought of before if you're struggling with stories. And we'll, so we'll have the uh, the link to this guide. It's it's not a like a downloadable guide. It's actually really cool. It's it's web based. You go to the site mm-hmm. and you can scroll down through, and it actually shows them doing these tips in like a, a phone over on the side, like going through the motions of doing the the living out of that right. tip, which is really cool. The motions, the graphics. Mine was the drop text. I never thought of that before. Type a thing yeah. in one color, type it again in another color, and then put it on it. And it gives this drop effect shadow kind of a thing there. I never thought of that. It's mm-hmm. obvious now, but I wasn't thinking about <laughs> exactly. it, you know? Yeah. So, Very cool. but we'll, uh, we'll link up to that article or guide in the show notes. There's so much in there for everybody in terms of creativity tips for Instagram stories. And again, this is official. It's from the business.instagram.com site blog. So very cool. Well, that is our Instagram segment. And Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. You did an amazing job. Thank you for giving us your insight on all of this Instagram news. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. It just feels like we get this flood of Instagram news every single week. Right. It sure does. (laughs) Yeah. So appreciate you guys breaking it down and letting me be here. Thank you so much for being here. All right. Take care. All right. See you soon. All right. Yeah. So next up is Facebook unveils new corporate branding. So a lot of you may be going, what? And so this past week, this is, that's what I did actually. So uh, this past week, Facebook updated its company logo to be clearer about the products that come from Facebook. And the company says that the new company logo is designed for clarity and uses this new custom typography and capitalization to create a visual distinction between the company and the app. So it's supposed to distinguish the Facebook company from the Facebook app, which will keep its own branding logo, but the Facebook, the brand will still be indicated by its familiar blue and white lowercase F and Facebook. So Eric, what are your, I have thoughts, but what are your thoughts on this? My first thought on this when I saw it was it's in all caps. So now Facebook is Facebook. 
That's right. And, exactly. and I'm just like, okay, fine. And that yeah. it's gradiently changing as I've seen it on the web. It's like, it almost seems, I will put it this way. It's like when Instagram had its old iconic icon right. and then they changed it to this, what, neonish, orange, pinkish, yellowish, gradiently, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're all used to it now. But back in the day, it was like, ugh. So yeah. we'll get used so to it. And I honestly don't know that I even care. So if you didn't know what Facebook owned, they own Messenger, Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus, Workspace, Portal, and Calibra, Calibra. which would never, yeah, the Roman coin that who will never know if that'll work or not. So we'll Pay to Facebook, what uh, is Facebook's? Right. So the interesting thing, I kind of agree. Marketing Land said this. They indicated that their surveys indicate that many consumers do not know that Facebook owns Instagram or WhatsApp, for example. So their point was marketers, it's great for marketers because we now know that our ad dollars can go across all these different networks, but most people don't care. And this is my opinion. I think that Facebook is trying to get some of the happiness of Instagram back over to Facebook. Would you agree with that, Eric? Because I think that, you know, you don't get a lot of fake news over on Instagram and that kind of stuff. And I think that the main reason they did that is there's a lot of trust issues with Facebook. And I, I think they're trying to suck some of that good energy, good vibes from Instagram and their other platforms to kind of help with that. But I don't know if that's going to backfire or not. Time will tell. Yeah. I mean, we I did a poll on our Facebook page. It wasn't a poll, but it was a question. I think it was Monday of this week. And I basically said, look, it, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but the question went something along the lines of, in light of all the PR quote, issues with Facebook over the past year, year and a half, two years, whatever. Do you feel more confident or less confident as a marketer on Facebook? And it kind of went both ways, but it was Mm -hmm. mostly negative. It was, or I won't say (laughs) negative, but it was mostly less confident. It was mostly, yeah, you know what? Like stuff still works there. Like there was definitely people who would step up and say, my Facebook ads are still the thing that works the best for me. Boom, done, not wavering. And I'm like, okay, cool. There were other people who would say, my clients are questioning whether they should use me for their Facebook stuff, not on their own merit as a, you know, as an agency or as, you know, as as a marketer, but as the platform itself. And so it just goes to show like you continually have to diversify. Uh, And again, Instagram is one of the places that you can do that, but it's also owned by Facebook as this branding indicates. So and we talked about this back way back in August that they were doing this. And Amanda Robinson actually came on the show uh, and talked about th- these changes. So yeah. um, it's it's been out there for a while. So um, it's kind of, okay, we'll see. <laughs> kind of yeah. new, like, yeah. in my opinion. So, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm, yeah, again, I don't know. Again, with with the whole, like, I forget what the statistic is, but it's, it's basically, uh, basically the statistic says something about most people that aren't marketers don't know that Instagram is owned by Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so we as marketers know, but we already knew. So this branding doesn't really change anything there. Right. And so I think more, it's going to be more prominent on Facebook as I mean, yes. on Instagram as well, because they showed the logo right now. It says brought to you by Facebook in really, really small letters. And now it's going to have that brought to you by Facebook in that color <laughs> of Instagram. And people are already saying in the comments that we have Facebook, Facebook or Facebook. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And, and, and anyway. I think you're right. I think this is a move by Facebook to try and gather some of the good vibes from Instagram over into the rest of them, you know, 
the, right. the Facebook spread as a whole. The, spread the love a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But again, if I'm a non-marketer who likes Instagram but doesn't like Facebook and I suddenly find out Instagram is owned by them, doesn't that yeah. go the other direction? That's what Marketing Land pointed out too. It's like, oh, Instagram's by Facebook. I'm not going to be posting my stuff if they're going to steal my data and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and all this stuff. And so it'll be interesting to see how the public is. And this is one of those instances where we really have to look, and I'm not sure if Facebook has done this, is not to think like a marketer, think like our audience. And so how is this audience going to really mm-hmm. take that if they see this thing, this big Facebook logo on their Instagram? I'm like, what? I didn't. What? You know, that kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to find out how this works out in the end. Yeah, it it will be interesting to see what how this plays out, shakes out, whatever. So that's our show. And uh, as we close, I want to make one quick announcement to let you know that uh, Jeff C is here as co-host. Next week, he will be taking over as host of the show moving forward. So I am officially handing over the reins to Jeff C. I'm handing over the reins to the better, bigger beard. Come next (laughs) week. You know, Mike Stelzner and I were talking about this and it's like, it's almost like when Carson handed it over to uh, Leno, you know, there's only one Johnny Carson and there's only one Eric Fisher. Oh, thank you. So, We'll miss you here, but it's, uh, I'm excited for what's coming and I'm excited for you and you have done an awesome job with the show and I will hopefully live in your tiny beard shoes. (laughs) Nice. Well, and next week you'll have a a special co-host. Yes. Uh, Jen Cole will be joining part of the social team. Jen Cole will be joining you as your co-host and you've got an awesome show planned. We've already planned it. It's going to be great. And again, so if you're not subscribed, sign up. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. That's where you'll find the uh, show notes for every episode, every Saturday. That's when it drops. Uh, and go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, where you enter, search for social media marketing talk show. Hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, yeah, we, we had a great time this week. I want to thank, uh, yeah. thanks, Jeff, for being a great co-host. Thanks, Rebecca Radis, for joining us today. And make sure to sign up and subscribe to make sure you join us live as we record this episode next week. Join Jeff and Jen Cole. And until then. Yeah. And don't forget to register for Social Media Marketing World 2020 at socialmediamarketing.world. That's socialmediamarketing.world. And uh, thanks, Eric, for being such a great host. Uh, We wish you the best of luck. And yeah, thanks, Rebecca, for being here. She's always a fount of information. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.